mood.tv Ladies and gentlemen, this is White Wasabi. <laughs> I'm Sensei Match. Excuse With me. me today is this by himself, EJ5000. EJ, what's going on, sir? How's it going? Hey, thanks for the listeners who are still listening who are brand new because that was some bullshit. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, and always the man with the mega plan, the Grega man. What's going on in Brooklyn? Bottoms up. Drinking a little bit in Brooklyn. Don't normally drink for the podcast, so it should be fun. Oh boy! I don't usually not drink for the podcast, and you're not changing that tonight. I'm am just being I'm trying to be consistent, guys. Yeah, be consistent. I think you know I bring a certain kind of like charisma <laughs> and magic to the show, and I don't want to mess that up. Yeah, yeah be you consistent. are you are magic magically charismatic. Well, that's why I was going to say though. You made it sound like you were going to say, and tonight I'm not drinking. When really you were just like. I usually drink on the podcast, and tonight I am not changing that because I'm also going to be drinking on the podcast. That's right. I think what Greg's trying to say is, I'm on fire. <laughs> He's all seeing fuego. Hace uh, calor. Hace mucho calor. That's kind of an interesting coincidence because oh. today we're talking about Sword Art Online Episode 20, General of the Blazing Flame. Hey, look at this kid segue. So, oh, it's not the song anymore. Look at, look at you. So here, taken directly from the <laughs> list of Sword Art Online episodes on Wikipedia, episode 20, General of the Blazing Flame. <laughs> to clear the Grand Quest, a task which is used to enter the World Tree, the Sylphs and the Cat Siths hold a secret meeting, only to get ambushed by a group of salamanders. Kirito and Lifo reach the meeting place just as the salamanders prepare to attack them. Seeing that they have no chance against them in a direct confrontation, Kirito rushes forward and addresses the salamander general, Eugene. Kirito bluffs that he is an ambassador for the Spriggan Undine's alliance, and cautions him that to attack them would be tantamount to declaring war on all four races. Eugene does not believe him and challenges him to a duel, which Kirito wins. After learning that the now-allied Sylphs and Cat Siths are going to plan an expedition to the World Tree in a couple of days, Kirito donates a large sum of money to Alicia, the leader of the Cat Siths. The leader of the Cat Siths. Kirito, Asana, Leafa, Sigurd, and Eugene. <laughs> I was totally thinking that. Oh, he's the strongest guy in the game. Eugene, oh, that's the strongest General guy in the Eugene. game. Eugene. Oh, but they say General Eugene, brother of Mortimer. Yeah, Mortimer and Eugene, the two toughest guys. I think in the Eugene game. got off pretty good with that. Morty and Eugene, way to go, guys. Which two writers wrote themselves into that one? Hey, listen for the American translation. Let's kind of put our names in. All right, Eugene. We could just call this guy Morty and Eugene. It'll be fantastic. That's a great idea, Mortimer. We're like brothers, so we'll make them brothers. It'll be they'll be the most powerful guys in all of the game. <laughs> so it's a kind of a recap of the end of the last episode with our our, our favorite dudes, uh, our monkey dudes. Monkey dudes. 
We see them Monkey again. Dudes, yeah. They zoom out of the cave, and they're like, "Where are we going?" Monkey dudes run off the there. cliff. They just they come out of the cave and they just chase them and run right off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep running. Just keep running. Right. Bad programming. Like Way lemmings do, just Oberon. Good follow through. You know, they got heart. They got heart. They got heart. <laughs> and new t-shirts. <laughs> I remember uh, the first time that we saw them was whenever we first found one of our favorite, my favorite characters, Pina. Pina. That's whenever that's the first episode where we saw those dudes. That is. Yeah, and we don't see them again ever. I don't think. I don't know how the I hell forgot you it was Pina, that, but, but it is. What's what's right? Pina's master's name again? Couldn't remember that. I actually wrote down that I couldn't remember that. Could have googled that, just like the cover thing. But, but why bother? Yeah, but why? Why would we do that? We'll just have the listeners who can just scream at it and we'll be like, oh, we, thanks. We heard it. Thank you. We got it. Awesome. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> so they show up to where the meeting is because they, they get there 30 seconds before. And, and I mean, he comes in. He comes in baller style, too. Just cr- boom. Lands on the spot like, what up? Well, it's cool because they have, they have to formulate their plan because they're flying in and Yui gives them the heads up. She's like, there's something like 68 people ahead. And like 14 of them <laughs> yeah. are for the meeting. The other ones, not so much. <laughs> yeah, but he, he comes in baller style, boom, right, right in the middle of the whole thing, and just calls out their general, who happens to be the strongest Eugene. guy in the game, Eugene. <laughs> and right off the bat, Eugene actually starts, he, he hands his, his ass to him. Like, he throws him across. Yeah. Well, no, right off the bat, he says some silly shit where he's like, Kirito's like, I'm in, I'm here to represent the alliance of blah, blah, blah. Bring it like, in okay, oh, yeah. He... I'm not going to believe you unless you can last 30 seconds. Because <laughs> like, he, he's, oh, he's got crappy gear. Well, and oh. because, you know, everybody knows that 30 seconds of attack challenge is the surefire way to know someone's telling the truth. Like, if I'm ever in public and I think someone's lying <laughs> to me, I just attack them for 30 seconds and then wait to see. Like, what the hell, you know? I mean... It was really silly, but he was badass, and he pulled out that crazy sword, which Yo. we find out meant that he's the strongest player in the game. Yep. They were like, we weren't sure, because we don't have very good eyes, we don't have our spectacles on. But once he pulled that sword out, then we knew it was General Eugene the Machine. <laughs> Eugene the Machine. I can <laughs> not put machine at the end of Eugene. It's just, it's too good. Yeah, so he, we... We know he's the strongest in the game, and actually, this is the first time we really see Kirito fight somebody stronger than him that isn't the programmer of the game. Some of the bosses and stuff, um, you know, you they they fought as a group um, and things like that. But I mean, in one-on-one battles, he's well, this is the first time. Yeah, the first time he's challenged at all in a one-on-one battle so far in an in Alfheim. Yeah, and well, in in Alfheim, yeah, and this dude's sword can go right through his <laughs> phase shift. I think it was called yeah, right yeah. phase shift. Totally, <laughs> totally badass. Totally. Oh cheap. yeah, that's whole. Oh. There was um for the listeners, we I I like to watch the episode on Netflix in English and then see the English subtitles because it's our theory that the English subtitles are taken directly from the Japanese, as where the words, the audio words, are interpreted from the Japanese. And so there was a couple times in here, like, in the English, Kirito goes, like, that figures because uh, he was being challenged. He's like, 30-second test, uh, that's the only way I'll be, able to, I'll be able to tell if you're telling the truth. And he goes, like, that figures. And then in the Japanese, he just goes, damn it. And I was like, right on, Japanese. I think, I think you guys <laughs> got that one right. Japanese are always way better. 
So that was a good one. There's a couple other throughout the episode, but, you know, I hate to preface that every time, but, you know, some people are new listeners, so I like to give a little... But anyway, moving on. And this is this is whenever we get that awesome clip. The awesome... One of my, my, my favorite perverted moment of the episode. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So if we're face-shifting, once again, Kirito proves that Spriggan magic is not useless at all in battle. He, you know, they're having an awesome fight. He's not really... It's not really going so well because face-shifting sword is kind of unfair. Face-shift goes right through any blocks, hits him anyway. Um, oh, and before that even happens, he hits him once and he says, I'm impressed. And Kirito's like, isn't that the end of the 30 seconds? And he's like, well, no. Now you have to survive until I kill you. <laughs> yeah, that was badass. <laughs> and then that's when, like, the real battle ensues. But, yeah, so Kirito does spring and smoke magic. And that's where Eric's favorite scene of the episode comes into play, which is... Please, please explain it. My hands are busy. Go ahead. <laughs> tell me what happens. <laughs> Slowly. Well... <laughs> Uh, Kirito buys himself some time with the smoke cloud and he jumps down to where the meeting's going on and where Leaf Goo has been explaining to the two leaders what's going on and what's happening and kind of who Kirito is and he goes all you hear is him say I need to borrow this you don't see him and you kind of hear like a like a sword and then all of a sudden Leaf Goo's skirt just flies up for a very quick ass shot like they love to do and I'm pretty sure the weirdest part is I'm pretty sure she's wearing Full pants. She's wearing, like, bloomers, like, old school. Like, old school, though, like, yeah. yeah. So, like, almost down to, like, her knees. Yep. And they still put the prominent butt in them. Totally prominent butt. But then, that was funny and weird, but then the following two or three seconds, she, like, stands there for a second looking back when her dress comes down, and then she does, like, another twitch, almost like she got goosed again Oh, no, she reaches for a sword, you're right. She, like, goes to reach for her sword, and then she's like, ugh. Because she realizes yeah, she doesn't have it. That twitch was the weird thing. Oh, so you, okay. It's, so rewatch it if you guys are so inclined and look for that twitch. And I was like, money. <laughs> 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 so that was fun. I mean, it's funny that they put that stuff in it at all. Like, they put that in for somebody to notice it, and I did. So thank you, SAO, Elfheim. I'm surprised I noticed it just because the part that comes after that. Like, as soon as he says that, I was like, oh, I know it's coming. You know, we all knew what was coming. Yeah, and I was so pumped for it but i I wasn't sure how we how he was going to use it especially because it you know the the other dude has the phase shift thing so i was like how are you how are you gonna even but he does kind of it must be like a kind of the phase shift must actually be like an activation kind of ability ability that we don't really see happening that's what i took from it so like when he's not expecting kirito to pull the second sword out He's already thinking he's got the slash down. He already face shifted once. He's oh, never faced. Gotcha. And so far, you know, obviously I think Kirito would have dual wielding if it was in the game. So this, again, might be Kirito getting the first ever dual wield ability because mm. it, it, he's not expecting it at all. You know, so it's like yeah. he's about to hit him. He gives that awesome just glancing, glancing block. And I think it's more of like an unexpected... That's why the phase shift doesn't go through it kind of thing. So you think the phase shift is something he he has to activate? I think so. Because there's a okay. bunch of times, in, even in the sense. fight, where they are, like, you know, hitting. and, yeah, and like, there was a couple of times. But, uh, and then yeah. it's like, it's almost as if significant blows when he goes for it. It's like, that's when Kirito goes for the block and all of a sudden, wow, and it hits him. Yeah. Kill shots. Which, oh, I meant to say to you, Sensei, how about the uh, Dragon Ball-esque fight when they cut down to Leaf Goo and the girls looking up at it? And it's the two of them just kind of colliding and making sound yeah, waves. Yeah, just boom. Just kind of like very, boom, very DBZ-esque. Yep. 
Oh yeah, that was awesome, man. So, I, I was pumped for. I it. really, really yeah, enjoyed I, this whole fight. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, excellent action, and also this episode and the last episode, they really stepped it up with the sceneries. Like, yeah, I was feeling it was getting a little samey with sword art as far as the games go, but Alfheim, there is improvements. They're really showing off different scenery, Bigger which worlds. is really entertaining, and it's cool. I, I like it. And Kirito always like mentions it too. If it's just like something in passing, like the lake in the last episode, where they're literally running from. The salamander's chasing him, and he's like, "Oh, look, a lake." Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't remember, but he might have said something about the waterfalls on their way in. Um, but I, I, I can't remember that for sure. But I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Yeah, well, and where they were, where the meeting was, they they had the waterfall with the rainbow and shit yep. in the background, and like the landscape has definitely changed uh, quite a bit in the last like episode and a half. And so the fight is finished off with one of the most gruesome deaths, one of the best deaths, Definitely. I think, yet. No blood. Multiple slashes. Multiple slashes, faces getting ripped apart, body Completely parts getting segmented through. and stretched. Yeah. It's terrific. It's one it's like and it's great animation. Uh, and it's maybe so the quick. best fight in the it's, in the in the show yeah. so far. Maybe it's so fast paced, it's perfect. They could have made they could have made yeah. what's his name's fight go better, but uh the last boss of the first game i think they could have let that fight go on longer and it could have equaled it but like i really like their duel that's probably the the, the second place to this fight i would say is their duel heathcliff yeah and Kirito. kayaba yeah. and heathcliff yeah, kayaba. And, yeah the first time around totally just as far as enjoyment and like sword play and seeing kirito's real skills and stuff yeah knowing that you have a, a match almost yeah. for kirito they're know, the only times tell. that you really have a true like swordsman one-on-one kind of matchup that is going to challenge him if not make him lose and he goes down. Goes down. In a fireball. He goes down hard. And now, I'm, I may have been confused here. Mm-hmm. Set me straight if I am. They bring him back to life immediately, right? Yeah. No. Ish. I thought he just comes back to life. No, he's got the, they, they have the fire, uh, the, the, the sylph. The cat chick. Is, the sylph yeah, the, wo- uh, chick brings him back. Jeez, okay. The sylph oh, queen. Oh, yeah, huh? the, sylph, the sylph queen brings him back. All right. Now, I wasn't sure if he if his body was lying there on fire or if that fireball was the after like the after fireball the was the fire. after thing you remember when in that in okay. the first episode yeah, where, yeah. so that fireball was his fireball and they must have like retrieved it there's probably some sort of regulation on if you like move it it can last longer or something and they bring it you know and she whatever and, they get to it though either way and then she brings him back from that otherwise he would go back okay. to wherever he needed to start right Okay, so Kirito just destroys this dude. They bring um, almost immediately bring him back to life, and then ask him to leave. What? Yeah, what? but they kind of like they iron things out. This this part's like kind of confusing because the tone. Yeah, it's weird. They're playing like scary music, and he's talking really mean. But then everything he's saying is super nice. Yeah, it's a little confusing. And they even pound uh, fists at the end of this because he's like, "I'm gonna leave because I respect you." And you're a pretty good fighter, and I can't look wait to fight you again. And then it's like dun dun dun, and then pound fists. The way I took it was, if he doesn't come back, they might have to fight that army of salamanders anyway. So they bring him back to talk because him and Kirito kind of had a deal, but not really. Yeah, like before they fight it, so like because Kirito won, then all of a sudden they bring the general back, and he's like, oh, "Okay, you're really the Spriggan ambassador," and then you really are here <laughs> to talk to them about the gotcha, Spriggan Undine. Alliance, yeah. so we have no problem with you guys for now. We'll withdraw, and that's the complete lie from Kirito, obviously. But they got that guy really believes that, and the Salamanders really think that the 
you know, the Spriggans and the Undine, whatever their alliance is, was coming to meet with them as well now. An IRL side note question. So you know how there was, like, probably 50 Salamander dudes there? Yeah. Hmm? So imagine you're not Eugene, and we're in this game. So it's like the three of us were hanging out online like we are, and we're like, oh, man, after work tonight, let's go, let's go, we got a mission. And there's like 50 of us. And we're going to fucking go into Eugene's army. And then we all get there, and we just stand there. And this is a virtual reality game. This isn't like Final Fantasy VII where you can like watch TV or Final Fantasy XIV or whatever it is. I'm sorry. This isn't like an MMORPG where you can like watch Netflix while you're playing. This is so you show up. (laughs) And you're doing nothing for like four hours just watching this this dude named Eugene t- t- fight this guy named Kirito, and you're just literally <laughs> doing nothing. You're just standing there, and you can't tell anybody from anybody because for whatever reason, your random character didn't get any custom modifications. You could see that dude's face. Good for him, but not you, not me. I even got a blue bandana. I don't know who the fuck is who. It's more We're like why do, I, here. why do we all have to wear the same stupid helmet? Same helmet. <laughs> if you check too the. It's every race too has their own. In this scene, you'll see there's like faceless chick sylphs and, oh, and yeah. it's it's yeah. So it's it's that random thing. You got to get in there and you're like, oh, I don't look like every other freaking player. This must. I guess this is gonna be fun. Or it's like, <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna stand around while other people do the exposition in this fucking game. This was worth my eighty bucks. Well, the other thing is most <laughs> games aren't also Japanese animations, so. You don't really run into that problem where you need separations of characters. Every character is an individual in a real game. Yeah, like that was if that was a real game, all fifty of those people would be like. Well, that's why I really liked Sao other, because fucking off, you know, Sao. Every person had different shit for the most part, except like the um, the army from Floor One, which makes sense yeah. because again, they just like got good stuff, supplied it to everybody who joined them. Yeah. Totally. So, like, that's why they all have the same gear, and it's probably, like, really good starting gear, and they don't get good stuff till way later, so why not take that stuff? But then everybody else, like, all the badass guys, you know, Agil and um, everybody, they all have their own stuff. Kakublakudo. Even, like, yeah, even, like, Kakublakudo yeah. and all those white guys, they all have the same armor and stuff, but they all had something individual that made them them, or just didn't wear helmets. Yeah, so which is kind of weak about this game, you know? Yeah. Or something else is going on, but I think it's just I think it's just kind of like lazy. I think it's more a yeah, lazy story. And yeah, and which animation. is cool. We get it. We're not. I'm not hating on it. I'm just yeah. saying. And well, you can also yeah, take it as it. this is more mainstream. This game is more of a game. It's not the life and death that that was. You know, that was ten thousand people who got revealed as who they were, so they really were individuals. Whereas this, you know, it's still a game. They still like belong to a group. They might want to be. Anonymous. Part of the salamanders. Yeah, totally. You might not want to have your face scanned and shown. Mm-hmm. Mm, you might be like indeed. a 14-year-old girl who has a crush on her cousin, and you just want to like go in there and have big boobs and blonde hair. You know, that's That might just be what you want to do. Exactly. That could be it. I'm <laughs> pretty sure that is it, actually. All right, so they, they convince them to uh, be on their merry way. They do their little fist pound, which you call it. And, and they bounce, and then they they the uh, the sylph queen calls out the uh, the dude who was the traitor, which was kind of fun. Sigurd, yeah, Sigurd. So she uh she strips him of basically like his, his citizenship. Mm-hmm. Before we so get his... there, may I, may I interject? So we have these these two two new hotties 
they were kind of previewed in the last episode, but so it's Sakuya and Rue, two uh, two chicks who have boobs and butts exposed. And the only reason I can say that and not feel too naughty is because they they make allusions to this. So the cat chick, which is Rue, she's always got her arms up, which is hilarious. I think it's kind of showing how she has big cat ears. And they're they're talking about Sigurd, and they're telling us the viewers they're talking to each other like this is why this is what Sigurd was doing. We knew all about it. And they show a shot of Sigurd, and he's sitting on a throne because he's hungry with power. And in that shot, there's these two like elven uh, Sylvan chicks. They're like half naked and they're hanging off. <laughs> Yeah, And then I thought, like, again, okay, so I'm playing this game, and I'm like, you know, I hope I'm a hot chick so I can, like, be the the chick who hangs off of the powerful guy in the video game. You know, like, who's doing that? (laughs) Who are those people? Why? You would be that guy. (laughs) What? What do you mean? What does that mean? I don't know. You just said you want to be that one, and of course you would want to be that one. No, I'm wondering why those people are those people. Like, that's that's crazy. Maybe they're bots. Are they bots? Yeah, okay, they Maybe could they're be NPCs, like items he got from completing a most evil but badass mission. So you get some wenches? Maybe. Are there wenches in any of the games that you play? No, I have retainers. You can hire retainers. They like you can call them at summoning bells, and they hold like gear and stuff, and armor and items. And you can make them whatever you and want. Boobs. And of course, I made both of mine big boobed <laughs> girls, <laughs> different races, nice. I think. Okay. Lady Kickass well and. Sir. Duke Lioness. <laughs> well, I'll shut my mouth then. <laughs> Just saying. It could be that. I mean, it is funny that he even has them and that, yeah, it could be people. And then, but then he does get banished shortly after. Yeah. When Sakuya totally hands him his ass and was like, oh, you, that's cool. You don't want to, we, we're kicking you out. You're gone. And he's super pissed. And this is a game, so I picture this guy at home being like, ah, oh, I'm so angry and upset that well, this so, game. Because they talk about the 5.0 patch. Which is going to give a chance for reincarnation, meaning you can join reincarnation a, system. a new yeah. uh, group. So they think Race, he had a deal yeah. to become back as a salamander. So now, instead of his plan he, unfolding and him getting to do himself. something, he'll have to just kind of sit around and just be him until the salamanders win, I guess. So it's, it's currently like a Clash of Clans situation where you uh, can't reset your game. If you want to be a new race... Stuck with that game, that account. I think so. I think okay. so. Yeah. But there's also what do they call the guys in the Middle Lands? The uh, like Kirito. He's a mercenary. Not a mercenary. Oh, renegades. He's a rogue. A renegade. So, so now he's a rogue renegade, and so that's not so bad. Like, what's the deal? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs>
back to Wait Wasabi, everybody. EJ5000, what are you doing? I was just thinking about how Rue wants Kitty Toes pee-pee. Yeah, but so does uh, the other Elfkin queen. Yeah, Sakuya. Yeah. Sakuya! I I do very much enjoy the fact that they were both all over him right away. Yet again, nothing changes. Every chick wants Kirito. This is even more aggressive, though. This is, like, pleasantly aggressive. This is obviously aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. Well, and they even... And they call each other out. Yeah. The cat girl has... You're using those things. Yeah. (laughs) Talking about boobs. Boobs. And then she's like, if you were any more on him, you'd be something. And when they say that, crotch shot. Crotch shot. Panty shot. Boobs. Then back to the boobs, I think. Mm-hmm. Then like a close-up whisper, then back to the boobs. Mm-hmm. And then Leaf Goo tries to pull him away, and then realizes she has no reason to pull him away. She's my, he's my, um, uh. uh um, and uh, she looks surprisingly unhot next to them for some reason, now that we've seen that she's got knee-high bloomers on. Yeah, knee-high bloomers. Even though she usually represents with her killer rack, so you're like, yeah, okay. That's because you got another killer rack right in there. No. Yeah. It's true. Another rack killer rack, rack. With, with a pretty sweet sword slung over her back, too. A sword, a rack, and a cat. Can't beat and that. A cat with claws. <laughs> meow. Meow. Who's like the cat character who is always in every anime, <laughs> is never always. the main female, but is always part of the main story. And she is the leader of cat people, though. So there's like all the, again, same, like just, yeah. we were just talking about leader the salamanders. There's these other cat people. They're like, I guess we're just going to go stand while these two chicks talk. And they're just standing there while this, like, obvious... Well, they're the guard, man. Yeah, that's cool. They're there to protect. Just saying. And then when bad things happen, they just go, Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Those people would be interesting to hang out with in real life, I think. Uh, Probably not. No, they'd no, yeah. be big bowls of mush. So Leafka is kind of embarrassed about how she's stepping in and saying, You girls can't have him because... He's mine, but then she gets embarrassed even trying to say that. Dot dot dot. Then it, then it wraps up, and then Kirito's like, I I'm, I have. He's really obscure, even in both the Japanese and the English translation. He's completely. I uh, have to go to the top of the tree for something for some reason. Uh, yeah, for a goal. Uh, it's just I gotta do something. He doesn't say you know. There's a chick up there. <laughs> My girl's there. And then in game girlfriend. Oh, and then yeah. we get this or wife. This get, hilarious little thing with Yui then Yui, immediately after. Freaking Tinkerbell. Dude, she's such a cock block. It's unbelievable. I told you, Daddy. No no more flirting. But then and then and then <laughs> Yeah, then she, Sorry, I'm laughing to myself. <laughs> then Leafa, they're like, She's not a threat. You seem pretty safe to me. That's what Yui says yeah. about Leafa. Yeah. And she's like, What does that mean? And Kirito says you know, you don't seem like a girl. And then she gets really pissed, and, and then he corrects himself. He's like, oh, no, 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 I mean, you're easy to get along with. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. Totally, totally bashing women. Yep. <laughs> sexist Kirito. Uh, and Yui's in on it, and she's kind of sexist too. Everybody kind sexist of agrees. Yui. Like, oh, That's because yeah. she was created by a man, ultimately, who programmed Kaiba. She was basically created by him. That's true. Good Even point. though last episode, her and Leaf Goo were like, men, when he's like convincing the guy to uh, trade him the money and treasures for the secrets. Yeah. The bad we, mage. We, that was really we, silly. We missed that. I forgot to mention yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's and another one of those like, translation things, too. Man. As if Yui knows how other men act. I guess that's what she was designed for, but. And. Yeah. 
what they weren't getting enough attention because they were working at a deal. I men, yeah, men, <laughs> stupid chicks, man, chicks, man. It's these damn, it's just this damn Eugene and Mortimer. They wrote this damn episode and they're doing some silly shit. Because so then, so but then. Leaf Goose like, okay, so how about um, you guys said you're going to go to the World Tree, right? Can we just tag along? Oops. And they're like, well, yeah, but we can't get there ASAP like you want because... We got to arm up, son. Arm up, man. Guns clean, clips loaded. Let's go. Squat Kiyoto up. gives him a buttload of cash. And, and he just like, gives him a crap. 100,000 gold mithril yule. Why? Like, whatever I don't, that is. Why, like, I don't understand that part. Why would you just get... What? What? It's heavy? I don't know. He probably has. I I still think he has tons of money from the old game. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I guess. But yeah, but he seemed to be broke in the last game. Or do you think he got money for winning? Because remember, he kept on talking about. No, he how had money. He just couldn't like buy houses like Asuna could. But then they bought a house together, and then he was broke. They were broke together. Well, yeah. They had a stupid kid that they kidnapped. They and went then he fishing. beat the game, so I'm sure he got some money. Yeah. Okay. I guess we have to believe that anyway, because. He doesn't give a f about money. No, he does He's not care. Just blowing money. money. Not even a little. Not even a little. Not even a little. Although <laughs> the weird part is when he when he was fighting Eugene, he was like, "Oh, you you have crappy gear. Like, you obviously I'm gonna kick your ass. Like, if he has that much money, why isn't he buying better gear? I'd say most games, you can only buy up to a certain gear level. To a certain level. Yeah. You know, usually it's like, you have like, it's, you know, there's always breakdowns, whether it's five, ten levels or whatever when you get new gear. And then you can purchase gear to the highest level, but it's like the bottom of the gear for that level. Most of the good stuff is either like hunted or acquired in treasures or something like that. I think also his aesthetic, if we remember from the last game, he got that coat. It couldn't have been too many levels in. You know, he got that coat no, really yeah. early on. So I'm not saying he yeah. wasn't at a high level, but it wasn't a super high level. And so maybe he just likes this outfit and he, he just, just goes for doesn't style. want to switch out. And he knows that his he's not getting the armor bonus or whatever, but he's already so much stronger and faster that he doesn't care. Maybe? I think so. That would make sense. He likes to look emo and cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I could, yeah, I guess so. He did. He did do that in the other game too. That's why I'm wearing these leather pants right now. You know, it's just like I want to. You know, leather pants. They actually put it up in a a little like side thing in Final Fantasy XIV called Glamour, and you can change the appearance of the armor you're wearing. So if you get like something better, and you don't like the way it looks, you can change nice. it back to look like one of the other ones while still keeping all the benefits of the new armor. I like it. Yeah, that was you a know, thing in so Rift. Guy can look how they want. Yeah, that was the thing that that. It was oh, that's ripped. right. You talked about that in real. But also, I gotta say today, guys, I uh, deleted it. It's like Ooh, I'm not playing goodbye, it. Rift. Say goodbye and thank you. Rift was great. And anybody who plays it, I understand. It was free, and you can't beat free. But just can't dedicate my time to you right now, Rift. So, a Rift came between me and and Rift. Womp, womp. <laughs> Glad somebody out. said it, Greg. Man. All right. So I guess that brings us to um, to bird is the, the word. To the big reveal at the end. Ba, 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 she's ba. coming out the cage, son. She's coming out the cage. Anybody write down the code? I wrote down the code. Did you guys write it down? No. Why would I do that? Eight. Okay, well, if so. You're looking at the subtitles 11, but really it's 1 1. Exactly. That was something. Good catch, Greg. That's what I was going to say. So she says 8113232293. 
But when you read it, it's eight eleven three two three two nine. I don't know if I want. Wonder if there's anything there. If that's just a typo, but I found that interesting. Typo. I'm pretty sure there's only a, a nine-digit keypad. Yeah, there can't be an eleven, right? Correct. There can't be an eleven. Well, there shouldn't be a fucking keypad, so there could be a fucking <laughs> eleven on there. <laughs> you right. You right. <laughs> but she, right. yeah, she gets it, and then we finally guess. I guess get really the first full-body shot of Alfheim Asana. Asana. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. She looks, you know, kind of Middle Eastern clothed. If that makes sense, kind of mm-hmm. like a. Jasmine style. I don't know. Yeah, no, I give you that. Animated Middle Eastern. Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali of Babwa. We'll do a special bonus episode where we sing all the songs <laughs> from that, and then immediately get sued by Disney. It'll be worth it. Suck it, Disney. <laughs> Come get some. I'm gonna hire Murdoch and Nelson. Nah, nah. Me and Mickey. Me and cookies. Mickey are cool. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Ah, you shut your mouth. Uh-huh. Hiya, folks. <laughs> I'm gonna sue your asses off. You're a liar. Sword on online. <laughs> those bitches, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought those tops of those trees were pretty attractive. They're pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, they really... I, this game in general, Alfheim, I didn't want it, like... We're a couple episodes into it, and the way we got into it was very strange, because this is the second time viewing for me, so I'm trying to keep the viewing perspective of the first time around. And that they did step up the art in the second part of the series, which is cool. Yeah. Even though they are recycling a lot of the same kind of art, too. So, But I'm enjoying it. Very much so. Very Agreed. much. Agreed. And so now where? What are we going from here? What happens next? Yeah. Why, why they're going to take this journey by themselves or with this group, right? They're going to kind of travel, travel with the group for a while. Well, I don't think so. Well, no, the, it, I the think group's gonna no, be they're going to go to Aram, yeah. and the group is going to try to get ready as quick as they can. And they're heading straight for They're it, going ahead. They're, they're going to the base up. of the yep. tree. No time to waste. So we're going to find out what the deal is with the tree. Mm -hmm. ASAP. And now Austin is not where she's supposed to be, which is probably might come in. That might be a problem. Yeah. It's always problematic in cartoons. I mean, that's like Japanese-American. doesn't matter. One leaves. He's going to get up to an empty cage. She's going to be down on the ground. Then he's going to get down on the ground. Then she'll get caught. You know, that's how the traditional way would go. Dude, that's real life pre-2000. That's like when you were a kid and you're like, Yo, son! We're going to hang out at 5 o'clock at the mall. I'll see you there. And then you're not at the mall at 5 o'clock. You're somewhere else. You're fucked, you know? That's, that's true. real life. It's true unless you got the pager. Unless you got a pay, And even then, it's like, all and right. And like 50 cents for a payphone. Wait two hours. Oh, it says 654. Oh, it's supposed to look like a butt. Okay, cool. Everybody's <laughs> good. And we don't get out of... There's no IRL in this in this episode at all. At all. This is the first all-in-game I believe, oh. episode. For Alfheim, yeah. The YRO. Yeah. We didn't check back in. Reckon's character is going to be drowned. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. His face is going to be all pruny. Oh. In game. And what's he supposed <laughs> to do? Like, the second he gets unparalyzed, they're going to paralyze him again now. They, they, those... Well, no. I don't think they're going to be sitting there waiting for him. Because, I mean, well, I guess the headbed guy, uh, Sigurd's gone. Yeah, so they already did We don't know arm. if there's still, like, a... Yeah, they did. He's just sitting down there, and they're like, what an idiot. Nobody thought about the consequences of when he does get up in 60 seconds or 60 minutes. 60 minutes, I think it was, yeah. So does that mean that you'd have to wait in-game for 60 minutes, or can you log out for 60 minutes? Log out for 60 minutes, usually. That's how he got the phone call, dude. Yeah, Uh, okay. That's true. But no, usually if you have something like that, you can log out. Because I have these tap games that I play where any of that stuff only counts when you're in game. Mm -hmm. So like... Uh, if there's like a, p- a power up or a power down, I guess I, I guess that's what they're called. I don't know. 
you have to be there experiencing it. But though you can leave the game and your money will still accrue or something like that. Mm. Um, which made me think they said at the uh, beginning of this episode they were seven hours away, I believe. Yeah, something like that. So that so do you think that was seven in-game hours? Do you think that was actually seven hours? And if that was seven hours, they've been in they've been playing that game for seven hours straight now. I mean, I know they've been playing for two years in the other game, but... Well, no, because they logged out in the, that one town together in Meta. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe it's like a seven-hour flight, because they show the map, and the map seems to be just a circle, basically, with all the territories around it, and they all go to the World Tree. Yeah. So maybe it's just like a seven-hour flight from one of the main towns to the World Tree. It wasn't a seven-hour... I mean, it was only 20 minutes from the monkeys to the, the meeting point. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. They didn't go to the World Tree. They went to another place... So that could have been anywhere, really. I thought it was right? seven hours to the meeting. It was only 20 minutes? Kirito. From when they got out of the tunnel, it was only 20 minutes. Oh, okay. okay. Before that, it might have been seven hours. That's a long time. Passage of time, I guess, isn't really too consistent yeah. or applicable. SAO is not very good at that. Yeah. Okay. That's cool, though. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I guess these last two episodes kind of revitalized my interest in the show. Definitely first time around and this time around too because as much as I like that weird TNA that makes you ashamed and isn't legal, I like to see action. I like to see some and good animation. This is like some of the I best animation, good action, good fight. Badass action. And they think- do leave you in a place where you're not really sure what to expect of Eugene. He's not gone. It seems like he's still going to be malicious. Um but he also respects Kirito, so... You know, this was, the I think, the first episode in Alfheim that I kind of forgot that they were fairies or pixies or whatever whatever they are. Fairies, right? They're fairies? Fairies. I, I did... That didn't even occur to me this whole episode. So that, that by itself is fantastic. Like, I'm past that part of it, and the awesome battles we saw over the last two episodes is is the reason why. And just to go back on uh, EJ's point there, yeah, he's malicious, Eugene, I mean, towards Kirito, but that's because to everybody except Kirito, it's still a game. It's still just a game. Yeah. You know, and that's the point of the game is to kill each other. So he's, I mean, that's why I think it's funny that Kirito's, like, excited to fight him again. Yeah. Because knowing that Kirito has a lot at risk and nobody else does... But he's still excited to find a foe who's, like, ready to fight at any time. So they're going to fight again or something, you know, like, salamanders are an enemy, and that's the way the game works. It's just funny because, like, it's, this is an episode where they actually put you in the game and take you out of Kirito's mission, which is why he's ultimately really there. But on the way out, too, whenever he's leaving, they seem to foreshadow that his intentions are not good. Well, yeah. Well, their intentions are never good. Yeah. They're trying to win. Ah, trying to become elves <laughs> <laughs> and eat cats. Are you saying that right, Greg? I'm not sure if you're from saying the Lower that right. East Side of whatever <laughs> Chinatown planet they come from. Melmac, Melmac, yeah. Melmac. Well, and I mean, it kind of makes more sense now that we have cat elves, people, cats, cats, sits, cat. Well, that doesn't make sense because if the cats became elves, are elves, then they just eat themselves and it'd be dangerous. Oh, they wouldn't last very long. I like oh, it. Man, that's I didn't even think of that. <laughs> explosion. Yeah. And she's out of the cage. Yeah, that's only going to spill problems. Yeah, you know, I the first thing that went through my head was like why right now? 
what information do you have right now that makes you think now is the good time rather rather than like waiting for a little bit and like picking your time to escape because she woke up and still remembered the code <laughs> well you got to think of like her perspective is way different than anybody else in there because She's stuck in SAO for two and a half years, and then she woke up in another game. She thought she was going to be dead, and she now knows she's in another created universe, or so she thinks. Like, if you were stuck in a game for two and a half years, and then you were told that you're dead, and you woke up there, would you? What would you even think? You know, is this is this an afterlife? Where where am I? What's going on? And then, am I in hell? She's stuck. She's stuck in there for what we can assume is a week. To two months, like I'm not, I'm not really sure of the amount of time that she. A couple months, because the whole time Kirito's out, she's under basically. Yeah, probably a couple months then. I'd say at least a couple months. Probably a couple so, months. So she's now in this new game, Maybe but a in a months. cage for a couple months. So I guess whenever she, is it a couple months, guys? It might, it's a couple months. You know, it might have been a couple months. It might be like one or two months. Yeah, so like a couple. I bet it's like. Around sixty days ish, maybe. 90. You know what? Sixty days. Sixty days is roughly a couple months. It's probably in there a couple months. So if you were in there for a couple months, it would be difficult. And so I can see how. I mean, you'd be. I would have lost my mind. So she's just doing whatever. So. And again, though, back to your. We don't know what the difference is between game time and real time. So she could be in there for years, way longer than what we think. Yeah, like what feels to her like a lifetime. If the game time goes faster, yeah. Yeah, like it could feel like years and only be a couple months. <laughs> Couple months. <laughs> Winner. <Got me. laughs> All right then. Uh, so I think that brings us to the end of uh, this episode, gentlemen. Do you have any closing thoughts? Anything Ready you'd man? like to share? I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it goes. I mean, it goes to the base of the tree. I guess we find out what's in the tree now. <laughs> the only thing left got a quick side episode it was very awesome introduced Eugene <laughs> and Cat and Queen Self Bitch and we, we did see uh, I can't remember his name right? oh, Kagagume he was the first salamander that they whipped his ass oh, yeah. his crew. yeah does, does, does he lie he doesn't lie he just kind of tattles well no but he says he saw him traveling with an undine and I don't know about you but I don't know what an undine is me either she was whatever Leafa is. I think is what he said. Leafa is a sylph. Did he didn't say that? An Undine? Uh, no, because no Undine research. is another race. Yeah, it's it, the Undine and the Spriggan are like those who are going to be an alliance. Mm. So yeah, that's the bluff that that gets him out of everything, yeah. and that dude basically mm. backs and him. And she it. says last episode that the Undine are the only ones powerful enough to kill the, the sea creatures in the lake. Hmm. Was is so, Undine a race or is it like a? Yeah, that's yeah, what I think. Race. Hmm. That's okay, what we'll I have assume. to do some research on that. Yeah, it's probably it probably happened whenever uh, Kirito and Leafa got on the cover of Alfheim. That's probably yeah, definitely happened. right around that time. It's right when it happened. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. That was the second release of the game when they got them on the cover because <laughs> they knew the game would be entirely about them. Five point update. Five point update. Yep, Alfheim VR F Oh, okay, so guys, since we're kind of losing steam here on the episode anyway, on mm. Moot.tv I just wrote a post about the new 
Sword Art Online virtual reality game that IBM put together. Mm. Oh, and right. I know that you guys watched the clip, so I was wondering what yep. you guys, what were your guys' thoughts? So if anybody uh, listening is interested, Sword Art Online is being made finally into a VR MMORPG. There's currently 200 players in Japan that IBM Computers has set up, and you can check that out on Moot.tv. There's a post there uh, in between some of our White Wasabi posts. That's Moot.tv. That's what you put in your browser. And so what did you guys think about the footage that you saw? I can tell you with confidence that I will be waiting at least a couple of generations of VR before I buy one. <laughs> um, it was cool. The story was there, like the, the, the images. But um, the attacking looked really lame. Uh, yeah, really cool that I can see each individual finger move. Um, I would want to do more than just go like this in the general direction of the monster to attack. Yeah, in the if clip, it's, it's like very, a, like, Doom-esque. You see very just the, Doom. the hands POV, but then there was Almost a like eyes. mist. Almost like huh. mist, yeah. even. Like that, With the like, rendering, for sure. You know what I mean? Too light. Yeah, like, I mean, it's really cool seeing, like, the fingers move individually and things like that, but I can wait a couple generations. I'm going to let them go ahead and get a little better. And they scanned in some dude who looks like Harry Potter, because they actually scanned in the 200 players. And so, in the clip... There's two clips. I posted both clips, too. Mm -hmm. You'll see this one guy wearing, like, a flannel shirt, and he runs by, and it looks like a, a total... It, it looks exactly like what I thought Sword Art Online would look like. A total nerd running by with a sword <laughs> going to hit the gleam eyes. I was like, that's Sword Art. So it was neat, though kind of wonky. Like, you could tell that the, the yeah, frame... But smooth. This that was something I noticed. It was very smooth. But it was smooth. And Except the attacking again, and only and not not like smooth in the motion, but smooth in like how you're attacking. I would expect it to be a little bit more active. Get out. You actually have to go in and get close and then back off. But I kind of wish you could see side by side of the uh, footage from the person because was the person standing yeah. there with their arm out in front of them like they didn't know what they were doing, or you know, because the were they trying? The like, video ah. is all in game. And it's a virtual reality game, so you would have to wear a, an Oculus Rift. Come and on, guys, give me a little pip. Use a little picture, picture. Yeah, yeah. So I'm curious to see how this develops because this is on the official IBM page for IBM developers, and they posted it. But there's certainly been things up online before well, that, that were either not totally true or or not what we think. So I find it odd that a company like IBM would pick something like Sao to do like this I given the gratuitous underage nudity or well as, as big of a uh, hit as it is to end up on American Netflix it's huge in Japan like this is this is a cash cow as you know as we talked about two episodes ago sensei they're making a movie that's been supposedly uh, coming out for years but they hadn't made the movie for a while because the attention drifted away until recently there's been a resurgence in the excitement so I think IBM said this kind of lines up and enough people like it that this will because when's the last time you were like I can't wait to get myself an IBM computer like 1992 probably and not that they're great machines but it's just like they have not been in the news except for you know their their chess fighting robots but nobody really cares about that now because Google took that over I'm an IBM no <laughs> no all right is that one of their? Was that their commercial? Nobody's an IBM. No, I feel like they were like the first one. They they kind of were. They're I mean, to do they, like the I, still no. Make, I mean to do the IM commercials. Like I'm an IBM. I think they do that, don't they? 
I, don't I have know. no idea. See, that's the point. That's why they're like Sword Art Online. Enough people know them that now they'll know IBM because IBM, even though if you read the, the press release, it's riddled with Everly gear. Everybody knows who IBM is. You kidding me? I, I you may not buy their shit, but you know who they are. Yeah. I think we do. I'd be curious to see. No, Dude, they've been around for forever, and they own a yeah, ton kids. of different Young things. Young kids. I'd be surprised. Yeah, so yeah, Christopher Walken's been around forever, but if I ask my kid who he is, he's not going to know. So, I mean, just saying. Your, kid would, your kid's cool enough to know who Christopher yeah, Walken is. Yeah, come on. That's, thank him, you, and you're credit. right. I you're think right. he'd be like, yo, come on. But... You know, I don't know. I just, I think, I think that's what IBM's draw was with the game. They're like, it just it was a, a, a set of things made in heaven, and it's a combination of technologies too, which I think is interesting. It's not like they're using Oculus Rift and they're using Connect uh, for motion detecting. So, uh, it's interesting how now all these peripherals have have open code, not open source code, but at least codes that you can learn about openly, and then you can make games. It's, it's pretty cool. So, I don't know. Check out the clips. Let us know what you think on the comments, even though this episode is going to be going up weeks after that happened. But still, let us know. And we'll let you know more developments, of course. The latest. The latest. We should. uh, This is weeks after Superman and Batman came out, too. But hopefully we have seen that collectively by this point. Which means next time, hopefully we'll have at least Match and I will have seen it. Yeah, no doubt. I know I skipped that on Daredevil, but I I really feel like I'm this one I'm going to go see. (sighs) And I'm going to see Daredevil, too. I can't wait to see it. Daredevil is the first... Well, like, and honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't know matches since I match his opinion. I think I know it, but I'm not positive. Compared to Jessica Jones, this show just dominates that show. Oh. In all facets of everything. This is the best Marvel adaptation in my mind. I didn't mean to misspeak and say Daredevil. I meant to see Deadpool. I meant to say Deadpool. Oh, because we're staying on you movies. But you're right Deadpool? too. I got to catch up on a lot of stuff, guys. Oh, Deadpool was fantastic. Daredevil Deadpool was is fun. amazing in a completely different way. And yes, you need to watch both of them ASAP. ASAP. Uh, some of the cool things I, I have been doing to keep myself busy, the listeners, and you guys may be proud and or ashamed of us, but Fortune Cat and I got the Dungeons and Dungeons starter pack so we're breaking ground into D, which i think is pretty cool yeah, that's dungeons and dragons dungeons. that's right we bought the starter pack it's the fifth edition so <laughs> nice we're gonna do what we can and eventually we'll probably have a podcast on TV, much like nerd poker where it's one of those games and uh so that's cool and then the other thing i wanted to give a shout out to the miss marvel comic that just came out recently a couple issues deep, but they completely reinvented the character in, in such awesome and amazing ways. Uh, the art's really cool. It's a little mini arc, and, uh, you know, it's it's not Mr. Marvel. It's Miss Marvel. So, I don't know if anybody's out there and seen it. Because they got the movie coming to the MCU at some point in the future. Right on. So, the, yeah, they've been doing a lot with, with their character recently. So, I think it's interesting. It's cool. Good art. Check it out. I'm at the Gregor Man on Instagram and Twitter. Y'all can find me there. That's be where I'm at. Give up. lots of thumbs up to Greg's new hoodie pictures. If you didn't new see him already, pictures. you got the hoodie picture of the Greg man. Check out uh, nerdabolic.com. That's all. That's all I got. My end I got. We are all spies.com. <laughs> we are all spies on Twitter. We are all spies.
S underscore PI underscore S on Instagram. At the Beard Strong as well. So check that stuff out. Beard Strong. All of it. And then also, you know, Moot.TV. All of the things. Moot.TV. At at White Wasabi Pod. Pod. White Wasabi Podcast. At at the White Wasabi Pod. Get in touch. Stay in touch. And just always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We have a lot of fun doing this. And you guys make it even more fun. First email gets a book of stickers. Wow, I like yeah. that. We'll do that for real. And soon yeah, we'll have t-shirts and we'll start real. giving away t-shirts as prizes too. Because we appreciate y'all listening. We'll start small though. So just stickers. Thanks. Stickers first. First email. Do and it. If you think you can't win multiple, it's okay if you win the sticker email because you'll still be okay to win a t-shirt email because it's a far better prize when that happens but for now just stickers yeah totally it does not exclude you from other winnings and the stickers yes. will probably not be white wasabi or mood.tv stickers They'll no no be- no they're just going to be a random book of stickers that I purchased from someplace which is probably better they'll probably be holographic I, or superheroes I promise maybe you holographic. at least one Ninja Turtle sticker maybe farm animals I like that I might I might Perhaps that men with beards ooh men with beard stickers get on that beardstrong.com oh. or not beardstrong.com that doesn't work. Well, actually, believe it or not, yeah, it, it, Nerdabolic, also beardstrong.com, beard hyphen strong, because some jackass wanted like 90 grand for beardstrong.com. Yeah, good luck with that one, buddy. I heard Chuck Norris, that's Chuck Norris. He was like, I'll sell you beard strong, but it's going to cost you $90,000. Oh, no, that's what that guy's waiting for, is for a Chuck Norris fan group to come along and pay him $90,000 for it. Yeah, I got your $90,000 right here. Let's start the movement. Let's start a Kickstarter group so that Sensei Mash and <laughs> Chuck Norris can team up and get Beardstrong.com from this <laughs> evil entity. Yes. I would just keep the $90,000 and kneecap the dude. Why, why would you ever pay that much money for a unit? That's insanity. And ironically, uh, Chuck Norris started uh, Kickstarter.com. Did you guys know that? I did. He's, he's, you know, good with the kicks. <laughs> he kick-started everything. <laughs> he kick-started. Kick-started. Whoa. Literally. You know, you know how long it took him to start Kickstarter? A couple of months. <laughs> Mood.tv Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali of Babwa. Ten regular men, as you can see. Something about galloping hordes, a hundred bad guys with with swords, who sent them thugs to them lords while Prince Ali...